Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily featuring some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we were joined by McFly drummer, cricket fan, Arsenal fan, dancer supreme. It was... uh, uh, Harry Judd. But we were talking about games, old games, weren't we, amongst oh, yeah. other things, for a reason. It was good. And then Lloyd Griffith popped in to see us. Good to see Lloyd, yeah. A goalkeeper, of course, Grimsby fan comedian. He was on good form. He's having a bit of personal work done on himself, which he was happy to share with the class, <laughs> which was entertaining. Um, we had a chat. We covered a lot of ground. You made a bit of a burk yourself with your new neighbour. No famous change neighbor. there. That's right. And all manner of other stuff went on. So here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Yeah, talking of more, I'm really disappointed that Colonel Tom's daughters had to demolish the spa and pool. Mm. I just got my membership to come through. I was really looking forward had to it. Had you really? Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. You got the first couple of months free, didn't you? Then it was then it was a standing order. Yes. I'm now, also disappointed about England's selection for Headingley. Yes. Now, I'm sure you heard in, in Fletcher's bulletin in what England have decided to do. They've gone very bowler-heavy. Brooke will bat at uh, three. Everybody's shifting up a bit. Chris Wokes has come in. And Moeen will play, and Mark mm. Wood will play. What what is what is your beef, Andy? Who needs five seamers at Headingley? <laughs> You've got four fast bowlers plus Stokes. You know it, it's pointless, and it makes the tail longer. They could have got an extra batsman in. They didn't need. You know it's that old cliche in cricket, but it's absolutely true. It's a real truism that if three can't do it, four won't do it. Mm. So there's no point. Mm. There's absolutely no point. If the conditions are good enough, three seamers and a spinner will do it for you plus Stokes. That's what they've got. They've got three seamers, a spinner, and they've got Cameron Green. I just don't get it. And the batting looks so... The tail looks so long. And that's what costs... Well, the Wokes can bat, Andy. We can bat, but he's not not reliable against the short ball. I like his bowling in England. He's a Mm. good bowler. I don't have a problem with him playing. I just would have brought an extra batsman in. I wouldn't have played broad in this test match, for example. He's been bowling well, though, hasn't he? He has, but, you know, you can't... I just think I just don't see four seamers and Stokes. I just don't. So see would you it. have played Lawrence? I would have played Lawrence, or I would have brought Folks in and moved. I'm a big fan of his batting. Yeah, but they were never going to do that because they don't want to admit they got it wrong. They were never That's half the problem that. with this thing. You know, they they've got this sort of very doctrinaire way of looking at it. It's very exciting and everything, but they're not big on admitting they've got something wrong. You know, and I think they have, but there we go. Okay. Well, we uh, shall see, won't we? Well, yeah, we will. Proof is mm. in the pudding and all that. We will uh, mm. head up to uh, Headingley a little bit later on. John Norman is in situ to bring you updates <clears throat> tomorrow, and uh, we'll be uh, chatting to him. I, I revived an old tradition this morning. Did you really? Yes. Do you remember when uh, he's our boss now, but uh, Denny Morris used to be the producer of this show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a man built in a similar way to me, without the stomach. Yeah, without the stomach, yeah. Yes. And I used to sort of, often I used to buy clothes and sometimes they either didn't fit me yeah. or I just didn't suit When you me. got home, they didn't suit you. Yeah, so I'd bring them in to Denny, who was, yeah. you know, a young producer at the time. Similar height. And, you, you know, because you were buying at the younger end of the market, weren't yeah. you really? Well, you I'm were... not talking about a good 11, 13 years ago. Yeah, it was yeah, quite yeah. a long time ago. And so You'd I... hand him the clothes. You were dressing him like a doll. We all thought <laughs> exactly. it was a bit creepy. Yeah, it was. Little man doll you were, <laughs> you were dressing. Very strange. Yeah. So I bought a top the other the week. The producer, our current producer, is a similar sort of I know, uh, height I did, to you. I did so 
why don't you bring him in clothes? Well, the thing is, <laughs> I, I was going to. Yeah. But I bought a, a, a top in a TK Maxx. Oh, other, nice. Other discount stores are available. Not that many, actually. No. Okay. I can't think... <laughs> I can't think if you can either. think of any other TK Maxx equivalents, <laughs> yeah. so that works, Randy, do let us know. I'm not sure they do. <laughs> TK Maxx Rushton. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Come exactly. on, let's have your talk spot <laughs> presenter slash shops. No, let's really not do let's that. really not. No. Anyway, so I brought it in, because I've got it home, and it was what in... Was it? What was it? It was, was a, a picture it was on a it? Polo shirt. Let me show it to camera too. No, I can't remember. It was a polo shirt. Polo shirt, yeah. In a sort of light grey. I call, <laughs> no, don't say that. No, I, I know you're going to say, don't say it. Say okay, that. it's in a light, light grey. It's yeah. a sort of light grey polo shirt. The most shirt. in thing you're about to say in your <laughs> life, but don't say it. So so what what happened? So I, I thought, well, I was thinking about it last night. I thought, I wonder if Denny would like it. So I brought it in. I said to him, I know this is an old tradition. Gone, gone through them. I mean, now he's like management. I know, he wears, I know you can afford your... power suits. I said, I know you can afford your own clothes now. He comes in like Robert Palmer every day. He took day. it, though, for old times' sake. Your grey cast-off, something to wash the car with. Well, to be fair, no, it was unworn. Right. So I wonder if... I wonder if you'll... Do you think he's duty-bound? You used to like him mm. wearing, coming, and that's what made it creepier. Because you, <laughs> you used to like the idea that he would come in them on another day and, oh, that's the top I gave you. What a weird bloke. I am. Anyway, uh, yeah. there's, there is a, another game of cricket between England and Australia taking place mm. tomorrow. Uh, and indeed on Friday, they got back-to-back games between the Lords and Commons cricket team. Yeah. Um, and they're going to take on the Australian parliamentary... 11, and we'll be speaking to one of the players. Uh, the uh, the Lords and Commons team will feature Matt Hancock. You're not going to be sure a boo in that one, are you? <laughs> That's true. So um, we will be we will be <laughs> speaking to one of the MPs who were playing. But within it, it's, it's become a little bit of a uh, Marks and Spencer mm. Oliver says, Gaz. Thank you, Gaz, for that. <laughs> Matalan Brazil. Beautiful, Neil. We didn't want them, but you've come through <laughs> with them. Good. Thank you, Neil. Um, where were we? Yes, so mm. uh, James Wilde, Norfolk MP, and, and his missus, Baroness Evans of Bowes Park. That's a station. That's a, I think it'd be a bad. There's not much going on in Bowes Park. Not far from, uh, not far from Hornsey. Um, so, yes, Baroness Evans of Bowes Park. They are husband and wife, and they're both playing. Oh, right. And uh, the, the Norfolk MP says uh, he dreads the pressure of coming out to bat when his wife has put runs on the board. So I suppose when you play sport mm. with the other half, yeah, against the true. other half or with the other half... Mm. Uh, it can, you know. I mean, do you think about it? If they if they play together mm. and he runs her, I mean, marriages have ended for less, haven't they? Really, he runs her out in the game, yeah. and they don't quite get over it. I mean, I'm sure that's not going to happen. I'm sure man kids, that might yeah, be a problem. Well, they're playing together. Of <laughs> oh course. yeah, that's true. But if yeah, if it's a yes no sorry moment, <laughs> yeah, well, and, yeah, and she's out and she's absolutely fuming, walking yes, back to the pavilion, that's true. lobbing her bat about, throwing <laughs> pads around the dressing room. Um, we're, yes, so mm. we're interested. Sport with the other half, and when it goes bad, ideally, don't say me and the missus had a game of tennis, quite close fought, uh, but I won uh, two sets to one. Who cares? But if it all turned bad, mm. we'd love to know how to, um, if, if that has ever happened to you. Let us know by playing with or indeed against uh, your uh, other half. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. You can text to 81089. You can tweet to TSH&J. T-S-H-A-N-D-J. Oh three seven one seven double two. Double three, double four. Matt Holland and Barrett says, uh, and then apologise. <laughs> Don't say sorry, Andy. You've put it out there. I like um, it. I think we've kind of exhausted that. I bet we haven't. haven't we really? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. Um, so yeah, on that and everything else, talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine and tweet to T S H and J. That's T S H A N D J. Why are you lifting up your feet? I was trying Andy? to show my new trainers that I designed. You designed a pair of trainers. Yeah. How, how did that? How did you do that? I uh, there's a thing that the company that makes them, you can design your own colourway. So you choose exactly how it works. You can choose these bits, the the, the swoosh. So you know right. They are, and so they put them together for you. Oh, like, Andy is yeah. showing it to the cameras now. They're yeah. kind of they're yeah. a they're a Chelsea blue. He's not named the company, have you? No. You, but you did say the swoosh, so it probably gives it away. <laughs> it probably does. So um, <laughs> it's a, a Chelsea blue and a slightly and a yeah. cov blue, yeah. but with a red swoosh. Well, no, quite, quite racy. They, they are quite nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I quite like them, Andy. Yeah, so um, is it you pay a premium to design your own or not? Not particularly, no. So, you know, anybody can do it. How long does it to take to website? turn up? About three weeks. Oh, I, I was pretty impressed. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, fair enough. 
doesn't take us anywhere. No, He's no, paid for it. He didn't get him for nothing. I just thought I'd do something visual for the yeah, YouTube, Do something visual, For the yeah. YouTube yeah, that viewers. story. Um, uh, Eric Sykes used to tell a story that there was this big American comedian came over once. And uh, Sykes and a bunch of other people, mm. including Tommy Cooper, went out to dinner with this guy. Mm. They are in a restaurant. And um, the American guy was the quick gags, was very funny, and everybody's hanging on uh, every word laughing. So Tommy Cooper gets up, starts doing press-ups in the, in the gap between the table and, and just down <laughs> doing press-ups, and obviously gets a big laugh. And uh, then he just came back and sat down, and Sykes said, what was all that about? He said, I had to do something visual. I'm doing something visual. So that's what you were doing there, Andy. I've seen wasn't something it? visual, yeah. in, in, in its own Not bad. particular way. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on Talk. I nearly said Andy Jacobs. For some yeah, did, what did you say Andy Jacobs for? <laughs> no, a strange bloke. <laughs> so um, we're going to talk about games now, the games that uh, we still play, the games that we used to play, because the good people at Argus are celebrating their 50th birthday. And they've done some research into the way that uh, children's games have been transformed. Uh, over the last 50 years. The games, I mean, there are some constants. There's games that have survived that, of course, mm. but others that haven't. And here to talk about that is McFly drummer, dancer supreme, cricket fan. Uh, it is Harry Judd. How are you doing, Harry? I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, yeah we're good. good. We're good. And looking at the research that Argus have done, looking at the games that kids are not really playing anymore, some of them I did, but some of them I didn't. I didn't play a lot of cribbage, maybe occasionally with, with uh, you know, my nan or something. Even but, I didn't play cribbage. Yeah. Oh, hundred. But Yahtzee, I remember that one. Mm. And uh, apparently the kids aren't building uh, tree houses as much as they did. <laughs> I wonder why that is. Apparently, anyway. I know, yeah. apparently not. It's a shame, isn't it? But, yeah. look, the thing is, I, I mean, as you, as you seem to have memories from, from you know, playing games as a kid, I had them too. And I, I clearly remember getting presents when I was five, six, uh, instruments, tambourines, mini drum kit, that sort of thing. And I genuinely believe that, you know, as the research shows, you know, the, the power of play can inspire because, well, I'm, I'm now a musician myself and um, my first cricket bat, I got one about five. And as you mentioned, I love cricket. So, yeah, and, and having kids myself, it was only last year that I... Um, got my uh, my son a drum kit from Argos but unfortunately he's decided to play guitar oh. but um they probably do guitars work. as well yeah <laughs> i think they do they certainly do well the problem is he comes into the studio with a band and he just wants the he just wants tom's guitar that's all he wants so <laughs> toy guitars not for him now, yes. some of the games are interesting. I mean, some, as we said, Monopoly is still a constant, oh, yeah, you know, that popular, general yeah. chess that they've talked about. Maybe there's been Conquers, a... Conquers, we always talk every well, year there's a World Conquer Championship. Th that's right. We were um, there's, there's one or two of these games uh, that we remember fondly or not if you're on the receiving end. British Bulldog, which was really, in my school, an excuse for violence. Really, it was. So we're playing British Bulldog. <laughs> Why are you kicking him on the ground? It's British Bulldog, sir. It's a game of British Bulldog. And the did, other you play, did you play full contact? British Bulldog. Yeah, at my like school, rubber, it was, yeah, everything yeah, was full contact, we really. We were, we were yeah. touch British Bulldog. Yeah, and it was touch British Bulldog where he went. It was slightly, slightly <laughs> different. It was The war game had nothing on what we did. The other one was doctors and nurses. Kids don't play doctors. and I mean, kids grow up so quickly nowadays. Mm. And there did come a point, didn't there, with doctors and nurses when you were playing with sort of, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you thought, yeah, maybe that's the cut-off. <laughs> it's, be, it's become something well, else now. Yeah. That's true. You see, I think the thing is, I say to, to other like young like parents who have had young kids that doctors and nurses is actually the best game to play because you you can, as the parent, just be the patient, and that means you just get to lie down. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Less, you know thinking. what I mean? A lot of these like make believe games, you know, as a parent, you should be really engaging on, and it inspires creativity. Yeah. So, doctors and nurses, be the patient. You can lie down for a good half an hour and not actually have to do much. Probably kids are so much brighter now and they have yeah. access to um, the internet and they know how to do things. You could nod off and they could have one of your kidneys on eBay, couldn't they, really? This is, this is the danger uh, these days, kids being so advanced. But no, it's... Uh, yeah, well, I don't know what, what the age is, but my daughter's seven and, in fact, yesterday was the first time she ever asked to use my iPad to, to search oh. South America. Right. So I'm kind of entering that phase now. It's interesting, things like climbing trees, though. I mean, you, you've got young children now. Are, 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 do you think parents are more protective now yeah, of their kids? Yeah, I think they probably are. That's it. Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I think I'm 
quite relaxed. I mean, I have to have my kids at the top of the trees and other parents looking at me like I'm crazy. But I think, you know, we're still here. We survived somehow. But I think it's very much, you know, engaging as a parent through play and like creativity and, and stuff. That's the key. And it's it doesn't take much, but I think it does inspire children. Like I see it firsthand. Like I said, my, my son is convinced that he's already a rock star. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm desperately trying to get them into cricket as well. I got them a little toy cricket set, and we've been out in the garden. Oh. Um, and yeah, I'm teaching them how to bowl nice full half half volleys, so I can just bat all day long. <laughs> it's like competitive dad, <laughs> the Simon ridiculous. Day character in the Fast Show, isn't it? Go and chase that, like Viv. <laughs> yeah, just go. Yeah, go and chase if you can find that. Um, you yeah, were. Yeah, I just teach them how to field and yeah, bowl half volleys. That's and it. Uh, and you were at Lords on Sunday, weren't you? On the uh, on that very dramatic day when it all kicked off with Johnny Bairstow. I was, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it was only felt like not long ago everyone was talking about making test matches, you know, four days because they're all finishing so quickly. And I, I got a ticket on the off chance that it might go to day five. And obviously both test matches have been thrillers and gone to day five. And yeah, I was there. I was watching, you know, just casually as Johnny walked out of his crease and got stumped. It was... Um, it was quite a moment. But of course, that, that was the thing that ignited Ben Stokes and... and Caused that incredible, you know, innings that he he went on to make. So it was a, it was an amazing day. Not quite the, the result that we wanted. But have you got have you got a take on it then? I mean, the two scores of thought. So, it, it was it was, yeah, it was dozy I mean, from Johnny Bairstow, and he was, it was his fault, or it was against the spirit of cricket and all that. How did you do you view it differently? I suppose in the moment when everybody's booing, you're caught up in the moment. It might be slightly different yeah. when you look at it in the cold light of day. That's true. Yeah, in the moment. I mean, I was. I was booing. I've never booed. It's quite a strange experience trying to do a loud boo, um, but I think I pulled it off. <laughs> but I then quickly sort of sat down. I think it was more disappointment because it thought it's just so perfectly set up with Bairstow and Stokes, the two people you want at the crease in this situation. But I quickly sort of, you know, what's the emotion calm down? I thought if that was Bairstow doing that to Carey and say Steve Smith was at the other end, I'd be hailing him a genius and thinking, that was brilliant, you know, quick thinking. Um, I think the difference is that it's, it's quite technical, the reason why there's such a debate about it, is because obviously it's the end of the over. And what the English fans are saying is that Johnny Bairstow obviously was, wasn't trying to gain any advantage. Now, you've got people saying, well, there's Bairstow in the test before doing exactly the same to Labashain, but he was batting outside of his crease. He yeah, was taking different. Mark outside of his crease, so therefore he's trying to gain an advantage. And it is different. And... It's the end of the over. Yes, it was dozy. Like, I mean, I don't play as much, nearly as much cricket as Johnny Bairstow. But when you leave a ball, the first thing you do is you sort of look round at the keeper and you, you know, tap your bat in the crease and you do wait. But I think there was also definitely the fact that Stark caught that catch the day before and that was then, yeah. uh, Duckett was then called back. I think obviously in Australians' mind, there was, there was a, a lot of emotion going on there too. So I'm kind of 60. 40 in that really when you think about it in the spirit of the game I think he should have been called back but at the same time I can totally understand where the Australians are coming from I mean you've also got the whole all sorts of things have been pulled out of the closet now like Broad's you know catch to slip whenever it was in 2012 when he mm. middled it and didn't walk and so it's it causes a lot yeah. of emotion and drama but I mean Let's be honest. It's it's what it's what we like. It makes yeah, it more, yeah. it's more exciting. It's got its spicy a lot. But it's, it's, it's ignited the series, and what's going to happen now is it's simmering now. So yeah. as soon as there's an incident, it's all going to come back from what happened before. Yeah, so yeah. And we're all going to love it. And of course, the crowd are going to be very hostile. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be something. I think it would help the series if it's it all over, isn't it? Really. Yeah, and I think I think the thing I find frustrating is like everyone. Another example people keep giving is Stokes in the World Cup final when he dived and the ball hit his bat and it went off for four. We ended up getting six runs. Now, that was just clearly... First of all, there's nothing that could be done about that. Stokes couldn't say, oh, let me give the runs back. You know, that's just not... So you can't give that as an example of saying, oh, England didn't play in the spirit of the game. That was something that was out of his control. So, yeah, it's been, it's been fascinating to watch and to listen to all the different takes. But, you know, if there was ever... I mean, England have never come back from... A two 0 deficit after the two, two two tests, but if there was ever a side that was going to do it, then I think this is the side that will do it. And you know, if they do win at Leeds this week, then 
yeah, I mean, it's going to be so exciting to watch. And is it finally, Harry, what are you up to in the band at the moment with McFly? Well, I'm actually in Leeds tomorrow. We've got oh. a gig. Oh. Um, oh, handy. I tried to, yeah, <laughs> not, I, I know, but we have to be at the venue at sort of like four or five o'clock. So, unfortunately, so we've got a gig in Leeds tomorrow. We've got, um, what else have we got? We've got a gig in Margate the next day, Tunbridge Wells the day after. Basically, festivals all throughout the summer. Our album came out two weeks ago and we're going on tour in October and November. Good stuff. Well, good to talk to you. Yeah, good stuff. And hopefully catch up with you soon again. Thanks very much, Harry. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. There's Sir Harry Judd. If you want to look into that research, if it got you all nostalgic, find out about some of those games. Cat's Cradle. I've never played that. It's a What's kind that? of. It's a bit like an elastic band. Yeah. You have to sort of. It's a sort of skipping game. Right. I think. I think that's. What you had a stick and a hoop when you were a kid, didn't you? <laughs> Running did. down the street, the hurdy gurdy man in the background, Costa Mungus. Who will buy? I remember what it was like for you, Andy. Anyway, our thanks. Thanks as always to uh, Harry Judd. Always good to chat to him. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on Talksport. The Hawksby. And Jacobs Daily Podcast. And now, Andy. Uh, so Trevor McDonald was there yesterday. He actually, was, and, yeah. Uh, they always bring him in actually for match point. He just goes, uh, and finally. It does he really? It's beautiful. That's that's nice. Um so uh we asked you earlier on with the uh, mm. the Commons and Lords team taking an Australian parliamentary eleven over the next couple of days. There's gonna be some bad blood there, understandably, in light of what so, happened yeah. at Lords uh with Johnny Bairstow. Um there's a husband and wife. A partnership, they could go out to bat together, and we wondered, like, if they, if either of them ran the other one out, it could lead to a domestic. It's never good sometimes mm. sport with or against uh, the other half, and we mm. are looking for uh, stories today. Uh, Glenn says on our tenth wedding anniversary, we took a special trip to the Caribbean to celebrate. At the resort, they had the old beanbag game cornhole. So me being ultra, what? yeah, well, I've never heard of it called that. I'm just, I do this on trust, Glenn. I hope I've just not been sounds, caught out there. That sounds so, like a Simpsons mode. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever find out where you are, Glenn, I'll come in. Um, so me being ultra competitive, I bullied my mm. lovely wife away from her hammock and cocktail into a game, first to 11. It didn't go well. She was leading 10-2 and I quit and stormed off, unable to take the defeat. Marvellous. Seven years later, <clears> she still claims the victory. It didn't happen because the game didn't finish. That's bleak, uh, Glenn. Mm. You should have seen it through. Um, so, Andy, what else have you got for us? Dame uh, Jane, not Dame Jane. Who's Dame Jane? <laughs> Dame Jane is, honestly. I'm Good old Dame Jane. <clears throat> Dame Joan. Dame Joan who? Bakewell. Oh, OK. Uh, has had her tuppence worth on Johnny Bester. A lot okay. of people have. And uh, it's quite surprising, really. The thinking she's... man's cheat. She is. Yeah. She's she's so posh, she makes the Queen, the late Queen, seem quite common. Who does? Joan Bakewell. Does have, you she really? Really? Have, you, have you watched Sky Artist of the Year? I've come, I've, I've come across posher people. Artists? You have four R's. <laughs> <laughs> Artists, step away from your easels. Wow. Batsmen, step the away from like the that. crease. Do I will actually... be tugging me four <laughs> like, like crazy. <laughs> and it's amazing, really, because she comes from somewhere up north, like Stockport. Really? So she must have taught herself to Did be... She Ours. Did she say Ours. that? Ours. For ours. For, for, I've got it on my phone somewhere. I, okay. I'm fascinated by it. I play it to myself sometimes to yeah. cheer myself up. Yeah, this is what Andy does in his... What do you get up to in your spare time? Well, I tend to play Joan Bakewell sound four hours of, uh, on, on Honestly, my phone. Honestly, I've got some brilliant things. Uh, first world problems for oh. South African... What did she bowler. say, by the way? Did she have a go? Oh, at, um, really did she agree with Johnny Best? I want her take on it, Andy. Uh, there's no suggestion Bairstow was trying to gain an advantage. <laughs> he clearly thought that the over was over. I think it's a great shame, but it was a fantastic test match. Well, it wasn't really. Yeah. It seemed to me that there were faults on both sides. Mm. Good old Jane. She can always sitting see a bit of Trevor Brook in there sitting on the fence. <laughs> Isn't she? Well, you know. Well, well, you know <laughs> it's one of those. When I say one of those... I didn't get many with my head. Yes. The ball came in and... Uh, <laughs> Got caught in the staunchion, <laughs> scoring for England. Uh, anyway. That was a bit weird. Um, yeah. So, uh, now, yes. Andy, before right. we carry on, yes. let's get the listeners up to speed. On Monday, yes. um, we previewed yeah. the World Hot Dog Eating Championships we in did, Coney yeah. Island in Brooklyn, New York. Mm. They go on every year. And on July the 4th. Yeah. 
and uh, we can't find it on. They normally do a kind of special show on BT ESPN. I was gutted. I, I tried to find it yesterday. I was really. If anybody from BT it. or ESPN is listening today in the UK, can they tell us when it's going out? They put a brilliant half. I wonder in the crossover to TNT, it's kind of got lost yeah, in the mix lost and they've the not mix, bothered. Think, yeah. But if you do know, let us know. We'd love to know because we do love that little hour of uh, highlights. highlights. Now, yeah. it was nearly called off yesterday. Mm. The weather was appalling. They had a pretty violent thunderstorm. And the NY... Save them wetting the buns, though. Well, no, the NYPD stepped in and said it wasn't safe for people to be congregating like that. A lot of oh, electrical really? equipment okay, well, around. Fair enough, yeah. Because there's a kind of big metal platform where a lot of the press and photographers <laughs> stand. So... Uh, the women's never, never happened in the 30s. <laughs> the women's competition. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Thunder and lightning, lots of rain, and a, a, a live platform not a is thing. not a great idea. Really. Are you saying that's health and safety gone mad? <laughs> no, are you? not a piece all. of work. <laughs> so um, anyway, the women's competition happened. Uh, Mickey Sudo, uh, not a vintage performance mm-hmm. by her, but enough to win. 39 and a half hot dogs. What's the half? Well, exactly. They stop her. They basically you put down your buns. I think is the cry. Half to step away from your. Yeah, dogs. it's one of those. <laughs> yeah. If Joan Bakewell was doing it, uh, we're going to hear from the man that, that yeah. does introduce it. Very different from Joan Bakewell in a few moments' time. So uh, they were waiting for the men's competition to start, mm. and it bucketed down the lightning, the thunder, and so the NYPD said, "Can't go ahead. It can't happen." So it should have happened at twelve o'clock, but they came back out. The rain cleared. The sun came they out. They take off the covers. They took off the covers. <laughs> they had the heavy roller. They brought in the super sopper. They did. <laughs> and it was Joey Chestnut, uh, the absolute king of uh, yeah. men's hot dog eating, uh, that insisted they get on with it. And everybody, the crowd, the crowd came back. Everybody was, let's get the show on. It's got to be bad for you, though. Joey Chestnut, I couldn't believe he's... Th- he looks about 59. He's 39. <laughs> All those hot dogs have done him in. Well, look, he had, his record is 76 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. Just think about that. There are, there are I mean... Last they were selling Nathan's hot dogs while we were there, and they're just a normal hot dog size. They're having special sort of six-inch mm. hot dog, but yeah. try and eat seventy-six of those. They're such a repeater, though. That's seventy-six of those in ten minutes. Well, Joey, maybe because of the rain delay and everything else and the upset, only managed sixty-two. It was enough to win it. Yeah, of course. Um, it was, yeah. There was a. Comp- a competitor there from Great Britain, Beard Meets Food. He's from uh, Leeds. He was there, but uh, didn't get the win. But Jerry mm. Chestnut did. But one of the real stars of this event is a guy called George Shea. And he is the kind of ringmaster. He dresses up like the guy from The Music Man, you know, yeah. 76 trombones. And uh, he steps out front, but he's, he's got all the gear on. Mm. And, sort of Michael Buffer of hot dogs. Yeah, and if you ever thought that uh, the boxing announcers were OTT when they announced competitors, just have a listen to a little snippet of this. This is George Shea. He does a, this or a variation on this uh, mm. every year when he introduces the competitors, but he saves his special stuff for the king, for Joey Chestnut. So it's just the flavour of the way he introduces the man who's about to eat 62 hot dogs. 15,000 generations of humanity, yet we have evolved not at all. Bound like animals to the laws of physics, shamed before the universe. And in all of history, only one man has stood to say that he will dictate what is and is not possible in this world. I speak of this man. There we are, yeah, and then he, Joey gets his music and uh, he, he, comes he, on. he comes on and more hyperbole ensues. Pasty-looking yeah. fellow you couldn't see, really, let's be honest. <laughs> he spends a lot of time indoors eating hot dogs. I, know, I wonder if I've got time to tell you this. Um, you, you have. Okay. Two, two famous people have moved into my block where I live. Right? Wow. You and, don't want to mention their names, do Well, you? I don't really. No, okay, I think that's right. Wouldn't yeah. be fair. Anyway, so I don't know who... I didn't know who they were, but I was standing outside... Well, they're not that famous, then. Well, put it this way. I was standing outside my flat, and they, the bloke came up to me and said, Hi, I'm such and such, and the woman said, Hi, I'm such and such. I said to are her... They, are they together? Yeah. Okay. They're a couple. And I said to her, Don't I know... I'm sure I know you from somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure I do. And... I was thinking about it. She said, no, 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 I don't think so. Anyway, I sort of worked out who I thought she was, mm. and I Googled her. If right. it was Brenda from the Chippy, didn't you? <laughs> no, I Googled this person, yeah. and it was her. 
Wow. By this point, she was sitting in the car, so uh, outside the vlog flat. So I went up to her with the phone and went, this is you, isn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Even no. I thought that's the worst what thing, a, isn't it? What a cringer. <laughs> what a cringer. And, and it's not like that was a chance meeting. <laughs> no. You're going to have to... She lives in the same block no, as I'm you. I'm going to have to apologise and say I'm very sorry. I don't know what me. number you live at, but let's just say I don't tell you. No. But I'm just saying, um, oh, blimey, we might have to go past that burke at number three, the one who showed me the picture of myself and said, that's you, isn't it? Every time you meet her now, Andy, you're going to apologise for it. I'm gonna well, that to, make yeah. it that'll make it worse. So Larry David. <laughs> that was ridiculous, what, wasn't it? Why didn't you just I was just, just so excited that I remembered who she was and got it right that I just wanted to prove did, to her. Did, what what was she like when you showed her her own picture? Did she what nod would and you smile? Be like if some idiot came up and showed yeah. you a picture of yourself. I'd kind of this is you. I'd, isn't have, it? A, I'd have a rictus <laughs> grin and I'd drive off. <laughs> wow. That was a very good description. What a piece of work. <laughs> if you've made a burke yourself in front of a celebrity, that's has always been a rich scene. We've had some corkers. <laughs> There was uh, there was one I absolutely loved from um, a, a, a punter who went into a, a clothes shop up in Newcastle, and there was um, there was uh, Chris Waddle basically he had the tape measure doing the inside leg. The mm. jacket is clearly, and it's got all the stitching on oh, it. Yeah, this one's great. And the bloke said, "You're right, Chris, buying a suit." <laughs> <laughs> what can he say to that? Well, I'm fairly obvious. No, yeah, exactly. I'm painting a brick wall. <laughs> um, so anyway, if you've made a burke yourself with your first pronouncement to a celebrity, as Andy did, then uh, feel free to cringe and put yourself through it again and tell us this afternoon. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Making a welcome return to the studio is uh, comedian, chorister, Grimsby fan, goalkeeper, polymath. I think it was the word I'm looking Very much for. so. It is Lloyd Griffith. Good to see you, Lloyd. It's, it's been a while since I've been here as a guest. I've, yeah. I've either been standing in for one That's of right. you. That's right. You did shows with Charlie, didn't I you? I did, did yeah. show. And it's quite nice to actually come back and the OGs are on. I'm not having to deal with Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> and his sly little digs every now and then. Yeah, he, does, <laughs> he has a bit of a pop at you now and again, doesn't he? It's all good humour. It's all bants, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's bants. jealousy. Yeah, it's yeah. jealousy. Paul, jealousy. Paul mentioned Chorister there, and uh, I must admit, during the coronation, I did try and spot you. <laughs> yeah. Did you not I get the call? Oh there. no, I didn't. No. So the the coronation. So for for for, for the listeners, I, I I sing every now and then in various churches. Mm. It's really weird, but um, I, and I, I you don't de- just turn up drunk. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, they they ask you well, to go there. Let's not rule it out. <laughs> there have been a few occasions Sunday morning. <laughs> um, 
So they've got a choir there. The, the uh, so both the Westminster Abbey Choir and the St George's Chapel Windsor Choir. Mm. Uh, I deputise there every now and then. But those singers, you'll get paid like a fairly good whack of money for doing the coronation. Not footballers' money, is it's it? Not, oh crikey! I mean, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not even like Conference North money. Um, but they do get paid relatively. Like Three decent, fingers. Um, it depends on what the decimal point is, but uh, yeah. like, <laughs> probably four or five. I think. Really? You're looking at, wow. Yeah. Well, because if you think about it, the coronations then played on TV. For for, for perpetuity, so so they got an agent. Have they got there somebody is someone like, that represents someone like Peter them, yeah. Grant, sort of Zeppelin's old manager? It's <laughs> only real hardcore going in for the choristers. And then what you'll have, you'll have Fabrizio Romano later on that evening, like a deal has been struck between the go. crown and the choir. <laughs> yeah. We're off, boom. Um, but yes, yeah, so a lot, a lot of my friends sung in it, and it was quite, it was quite weird watching it and seeing, seeing all my friends there. So wow. uh, does uh, Fabrizio Romano? Does he write about Grimsby at all? Do you know what? No, Funny um, that, isn't it? yeah. But one day it will happen when, when either we get into the Premier League. <laughs> Yeah, or people stop reading his articles. He will, he'll, he'll, he'll start writing about Grimsby. We made quite a few signings this season. That's good. I'm very happy. Are you about feeling it. calm? You had a pre, you've had pre-season friendly already, haven't you? Last Is... night against Grimsby Borough. Um, right. El Hadico, I think it's called. <laughs> so Grimsby Borough, what division do they play in, Lloyd? Um, yeah, that's a very good question. Uh-huh. And I'm going to be respectful and go maybe four or five below the conference. Right, I think that's like a good. Uh, Do you send out a Grimsby eleven, or it's not the first team? Is it? It's just the ones, or is it the first team? Oh no, there was two. Two. We had. Uh, we've got 25 players at the moment. Wow, we've, it's we've, not we've, Chelsea. We've, and I, honestly, yeah, we um, so so we won five one, which you'd kind of expect. But it was nice. Yeah. And we, we were signing some decent players. We've signed a goalkeeper mm. from the Championship. Get this. Who supports Grimsby Town? Oh wow, <laughs> that's good. That is not a sentence I thought I'd ever say. He's one of our own. Is the song? What's his name? Does it fit with the song? He's one of our own. RV Cartwright is one of oh, our yeah, own. Perfect. In brackets, but well, plays for Hull. Yeah. <laughs> Don't it's most like, names fit with one of their own. Yeah, you just stick it in there. Yeah, what yeah. name wouldn't fit? It's like Harry Clifton as well. He's one of our own, but yeah, yeah. It, it crucially plays for Wales. So right. um, he's one of our own. In brackets, but also he's Welsh. Okay. Well, let's ask the listeners what wouldn't fit. That's with... in Shinawatra. Yeah, well, he's unlikely playing golf for you anytime soon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jan Venegor of Hessling. They all work. You're right. There isn't anything that it's doesn't just, work. Basically, it's um, it, you, you just got to fit it in. You, yeah, you've got time to put it in. It doesn't matter. You're not under yeah. any un, any meter there. You're so not, yeah, it's that, all it's all. It's all mm. it's all chance, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we talked about choir, mm. but like all these all chants that you sing in football matches are essentially hymns or love songs. Yes, were you, yeah, that's true. Were you sad to see soccer? I presume you were to see soccer AM. Yeah, yeah, really sad. Yeah, um, I mean, an amazing team of of uh, producers, of presenters, of of researchers, of staff, of you know, and th- that have just been let go. And I kind of I put it in a post and. Yeah, I, just, I don't think the people the people that could have loved it more could have loved it more, and and they didn't. So they kind of like have mm-hmm. let it go the last like th- you know however many years. So um, love to uh, to all the all the all the team that have actually you know have gone on to do other things and stuff. And I know you know Tubes has got his um, his cricket uh, cricket. I'm just, sorry, yeah, I've looked at the TV there. Yeah. The I cannot yeah. do two things at the same time. <laughs> yeah, Tubes got a great. You're not little... the new Jeff Stelling then. <laughs> yeah, hey, no. I mean, imagine that. Um, so uh, so Tubes Tubes has got his cricket channel um, that he's doing called. Uh, Golf life, um, yes, and which is weird, isn't it? Uh, but yes, yeah, so he's very sad to see it go. Um, and I, you know, I had an amazing two years. It was good for you, years, wasn't it? You oh, I loved it. Yeah. Is yeah. that where the ta- no? That was the BBC, the taxi when you took a taxi with a player. Taxi to training, yeah. BBC. Yeah, three, that was yeah. fun. That's when we first started to chat with you. That was yeah. a good little series. That, yeah, that was, was fun. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, was driving. Derry Jerry Allen. Seinfeld copied that. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he did. I'd, I'd yeah. sue him if we're, I was we're, you. Well, we're actually in a legal battle. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think one of the most famous ones was uh, where I drove Daly Alley to training. Um, mm. And then last week, he, he actually drove me to the airport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. He's a good lad. You know, a couple of years is a long time in football, but <laughs> there we are. <laughs> now, uh, you are touring next year. I am. I mean, I'm surprised. Next March. So you have to get these tours in the books early doors to get the venues. So there's so many people touring at the moment, which yeah. is something that I've realised over the last, last few years. Is that a kind of post-lockdown thing or not? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. And also as well, like, a lot of people, more people are touring now because people will see their content online, whereas okay. necessarily before, you'd have to go and see them at comedy clubs and go, all right, well, I'm going to search them out. Whereas mm. in this day and age, I mean, you're, you're a fan of someone on TikTok well, or... Yeah. Exactly, podcast, yeah. TikTok, yeah. Instagram. And so, uh, yeah, there's more people touring, which is great because it means it's just you can go and see your favourite comedians. So, yeah, next March. I'm actually on tour at the moment with Jack Whitehall. I'm, oh, doing, right. his, um, I'm doing his arena tour, so I'm back uh, tomorrow. 
tomorrow, Friday, uh, in Birmingham, uh, Birmingham, Birmingham, and then I think we're um, Abergavenny. Ab- no, Clandudno, Clandudno. Oh, okay, so Clandudno, <laughs> York, Wolves, O two, O two. So it's wow. and we've been doing it for a couple of months, and then I'm doing my tour next next year. Now, one of the earlier when you first came in and saw us, and we talked about that taxi to training. You also talked about the fact you'd been doing the warm up for uh, for Jack Whitehall then. Yeah. But I would imagine, obviously, your star has risen. Your notoriety is that much greater. Yeah, absolutely. So do you find now when you go on, there's more people in the... So it is, to be fair. More, yeah, more people in... <laughs> well, it is that, though. That, you yeah, know, but more people are in the all the time because they know you because of everything you've just mm. said. And I suppose there's a bigger... And I think, oh, it's old Lloyd, I like him. Yeah, I've seen him on What is quite so. nice, and, you know, Jack said at the beginning of the story, he's like, do you want, do you want, I'd love to come on, but do you want to do it? I was like, yeah, of course I'd love to do it. Not many people get to play 10,000, 15,000-seater arena, so I was like, I'd absolutely love to do it. What's lovely is when you go and do a gig and then you'll get a tweet or an, uh, an Instagram being like, oh, my, what a nice little treat. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Not only Jack, but also you get to see Lloyd. Yeah. It's a really good point, though. Like, his star has risen. Like, the amount of people that watch... We were in America last week, and uh, the amount of people, like, waiters and waitresses coming over, like, oh, my God, I love travels with your father. Like, it's great. Oh, yeah. And so there's, you know, so his star has risen. So there's more and more people going to see him, and he's putting on more and more dates and stuff. So it's, it is interesting, but it does open you up to, you know, uh, yeah. other crowds as well. I've seen some of my favourite bands supporting other bands, so... Did nobody recognise you from Ted Lasso? Yeah. Yeah, a few, yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. In, in America, it was. Yeah, I, I accompanied Jack on the on the red carpet um, for his premiere of uh, After Party Two, and I got recognised twice. And I was I, I, I absolutely rubbed that in his face. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the cricket with uh, with Skinner and Badil once, oh, and we were sitting, going to sit down, and two blokes behind said, "Look, look." It's Hawksby and Jacobs. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful look on their faces, it was. Oh, how, how did they cork. react to that? They, Frank they... gave it a bit of an Ancelotti eyebrow, <laughs> and Dave just openly said that was annoying. I think that was uh, something that was like that. But then, then, of course, they saw who we were with. Yeah, of course. And yeah. Like, it was like hands in our face. <laughs> well, I think they just hadn't noticed. We, we, we were in a pub in... Yeah. Um, we were watching the cricket, actually, in a yeah. pub in, in Kendall a few weeks back mm. for the first test, and uh, I just sat down. I was watching... The, and now, the guy that was sat to the right of me hadn't realised that Jack White was, was to the left of me yeah. started bigging me up going oh, I recognise you mate oh yeah I loved you on House of Games and all that I was like oh thanks very much mm. and then he realised Jack White was sat next to me he's like <laughs> Are you two on Celebrity Hunted? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> imagine the nonchalance of being on Celebrity Hunted, just going into a pub yeah. in Kendall to watch the England get absolutely thrashed in the ashes. Now your tour is called Baroque and Roll. Yes. Uh, why? Well, good, good question. I mean, it's a little bit pretentious. So um, essentially, <laughs> at least you're honest. Yeah. Well, I wanted to call it Renaissance. I wanted to call mm. me show Renaissance, but yeah. um, famously, Beyonce has just done a tour called Renaissance. <laughs> right. So I think I might get lost in the SEO, as my uh, social media people were telling right. me. So mm. I had to call it something else. But also, I take I take Beyonce's reviews. Do you know what I mean, yeah. just say, oh, I've got a f- five star reviews for Renaissance. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, not your Renaissance though, is it? It's like, oh, what, what did it calm down? So basically, the show is about me <clears throat> um, getting. To a time in my life where essentially it's midlife crisis territory, right? And so, but I don't want to call it a midlife crisis. I want to call it a renaissance. I think we're at that point now where, you know, you, you get criticised for like I'm not going to get new teeth, but you know, a lot of people get new teeth. And sure, go, Why yeah, get yeah. New teeth. Well, it just makes you feel better, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean, mm. so your, your teeth are fine. Thanks yeah, very much. Yeah. Bad, yeah, yeah. But my hairy back's an issue. Okay, all right. Well, that's so, easy to remedy, isn't it? Laser. Okay. okay, so I'll talk about laser. all this in the show. Yeah, you get your you get your back lasered. A friend of mine had his back lasered. He's a very hairy man. Good afternoon, Mick. Um, <laughs> Lots out of him. Yeah, I'm sure he's really, really delighted. He, he was lasered, and it was it was quite painful, and yeah. and it grew back. Yeah, okay. I mean, so I suppose you can go and get your money back, can't you? No, no, no crucially, you can't. You have to sign a waiver. Um, <laughs> but you, you looked into it. You, oh, yeah. Well, I've, I've, already, I've already started. I've already, I've already had one session. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, she was, at the end of it, and this is, she was like, do you know what? You've been really brave today. I was like, I'm 39 years old. <laughs> and there I am getting is the it, same badge like a bit, the dentist. Was it a bit painful? Yeah, he, like, it nicks a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But it's one of those things where, you know, you go away with your mates to, and you're on mm. pool parties, and you, mm. you know, you never see anyone on Love Island with a hairy back, do you? So you think a so, smooth back is an advantage? Very few of the women, that is very true. Well, yes. Um, yeah, yeah, an advantage. Not like a dolphin, do you know what yes. I mean? Not like a cyclist shaves his legs. Yes. I mean, I'm not looking to shave seconds off me off, off me 100 metres swimming. But, um, I, I, you know, he just it, self-confidence and all that. Lot. Um, but I just there's a number of things where you get to a point in your life, you know, like the amount of footballers that have hair transplants, mm. and they say, oh, the reason I do it, I just feel better about myself, do you yeah, know what I mean? I just, I've enough. always been someone with hair. I want to be someone with hair going, 
going forward. You know, and, and, and these things now are so easily available and not that expensive in the grand scheme of things. Right. So I've got loads of mates from Grimsby that have gone to Turkey and had like hair transplants and stuff. So wow. I'm kind of talking about that, that era of your life where, you know... Um, you, you know, is Turkey a good place for hair transplant? Well, I'm going. I'm, I'm staying in England. I'm going uh, one or two places that are down to the final um, to uh, give me new wow. hair. So you're going for the selection process. It's like it's like pop idol. It is pop yeah. idol, but for hair follicles. You're not losing your hair, though. I'm you? catfishing you, Andy. Yeah. So basically, yeah. I'm, uh, what it is is a lot of hairspray, a lot of sprinkles, and oh, okay. uh, oh, if the wind enough. goes in the wrong direction, absolute one of the Charlton brothers. Um, <laughs> Once... It's got to be Mop Idol, the producer. <laughs> Mop Idol! The producer. Come well on. Well done, John. Well, well done, done, John. Yeah, he's on fire I today. once stood behind the late David Guest in a restaurant, yeah. and he, he basically had, like, iron filings. He had spray on, on hair. Remember that bloke, the iron filings man used to have, the magnet as the kids game. incredible. And could, well, that's what, that's what people, and I say people in yeah. inverted commas, <clears throat> me, use. Uh, so it's a thing called, like, you know, carotene protein fibres, and you stick it in your hair, you spray it on with hairspray, and, like, honestly, you wouldn't, you know, you, yeah. you wouldn't guess that. I'm currently dating at the moment and uh, not to you know uh, you know but also at the same time if anyone's listening and fancies a bit of it you know give me a shout um, so but you do feel like you can't fit it's like, it's like the male version of the Wonder Bra do you know what I mean mm. that old stereotype you know they're wearing a Wonder Bra and you get home and you're going oh okay fair enough I'm doing that but with me with me hair do you know what I mean they think I've got a lovely uh, head of hair yeah. I get home I have a shower and they're like oh right brilliant I'm uh I'm dating it's great like, to put it all out there because you yeah. could just be doing all this and then like you, you might say You've got no hair on your back, Lloyd. You've had hairy back since we've known you. Since you know, it's, we have. And don't draw attention. What do you mean? It must have all fallen out. I just must have all fallen out. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm just wearing really rough clothes at the moment, lads. <laughs> but I just, it's, I think it's good to talk about it. And I've, you yeah. know, I've spoken to a lot of footballers about it. You know, about getting hair transplants. Yeah. And how sometimes it is shrouded in kind of like mystery. How all yeah. of a sudden, well, like, Goffey had one, but Goffey was very upfront about it when yeah. he was here. We, we basically we went on his hair transplant journey with Goffey. We That's saw him true. at the various stages. It's, yeah. And stuff. But yeah. I think it's quite. It's good to talk about. It. So how many footballers yeah. have had it? Paul Robinson, the ex-England goalkeeper, he's had it done. I think Asma Begovic has, has had it Is done. Is it too late for me? You're not going to out anybody you now. Know I don't th- no, I don't think... <laughs> I, I, you know what, as I said <laughs> that, as I'm like, fully expecting a text message yeah, from Asma. I'm like, that's so insane. I've got a rapidly receding fringe. Oh, yeah, Andy, what would you... I mean, the full head of hair on Andy. I mean, should we, should we, it's a bit late now, isn't it? It's a bit late. Just go with it. But I think... I I, 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 go with it. Yeah, yeah. but th- as technology's improving, I think, you know, you know, let's not rule it out. OK. Yeah. Would it be amazing if you just turned up and you looked like you're in Hansen? I mean, just a like huge <laughs> flowing... Michael locks. Fabricant, says the producer, is that... Is that just, <laughs> no, it's not. It's probably not a transplant, is it? Really? It's definitely not <laughs> a transplant. Go near any open fires. Um, so, um, you kick off in South End next March, 1st of March. Uh, up the triumphant nights in Grimsby, but you are literally all around the country, aren't yeah. you? You're, you're taking. And what I've decided as well this this season, this season, God, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about me tour like they're in season. <laughs> uh, this season, I've, I've done pre-season. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm, I'm not fit, but um, mm. I'm just doing Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, and a few Sundays here and there. So let's just have like a proper weekend feel to it. Because so, oh, okay. there was a few gigs I did last last year on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So and you couldn't do it on a cold night in Tuesday a, night in Stoke. I can't. No, <laughs> it's, it's statistically been proven uh, in both vibe and. <laughs> Also, ticket sales. Um, so I like to I like to go a full on, you know, weekend Excellent. offender. Well, Lloyd, lovely to see you as always. Thanks for having me. We've horribly overrun, uh, but I enjoyed the chat. So well, I suppose yeah, hopefully I'll... the listeners did as well, and they'll forgive us for that. I'll see you soon. Yeah. Yeah, we'll catch up with you soon. And go and check out. So if you go to Lloyd's uh, website, um, which is LloydGriffith.com, or on any social media, I'm everywhere. All the dates are there, and you can click TikTok. right through and buy your tickets. Hinge, for the Tinder. Show. Give our best to Jack. He came in and saw us a little while ago, myself and Charlie. was on very good form. So sounds like the tour's going well. Yeah, really well, yeah. He put chilli on my microphone um, in in the the Sheffield Arena. Um, And there's a moment where I put the microphone in my mouth. It's a bit of a joke. And he thought it was funny. And I I died inside because Paul Hurst, the Grimsby Town Manager, was there with all his friends and family. And (laughs) I was an absolute idiot. So (laughs) nice one. Cheers, Jack. Cheers, Lloyd. Thanks very much. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, so on to that offer that has come into uh, the show. Occasionally you get these uh, weird and wonderful offers, and yeah. the producer just popped in and he said, he was so this, excited, this, wasn't he? "This feels like it just feels right." He said, uh, "I've mentioned before that uh, mm. Andy is one of the world's worst drivers. I am, yeah. And you admit true. to it. You're not oh, going to. No, no. There's no argument, is there? No. Absolutely Have you ever seen terrible. kids, Mr. Magoo? Look him up." It's like you go on a nearly <laughs> killed me and Frank Skinner once, but that's another story. <laughs> but he drives like Mr. Magoo, I and. Do. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, I'll give you an example of it. He had he had a a truck when you were playing a lot of cricket. You had a kind of pickup truck, a did, ute, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, an L two hundred. That's right, nice, lovely. Yeah. Uh, made by Mitsubishi. the good people Mitsubishi. Yeah, and um, we um, he, I saw the back of it one day. And it had quite a lot of sort of dints and dents oh, in, yeah. in the back on the back bumper. The it's so long. And I said, you want to get uh, like a you want to get a, a sensor fitted on the back and that won't happen. He said, oh, no, I've got a sensor. <laughs> so, so when you heard beep, when you got the continuous beep, that was the signal to stop, Andy, but it never stopped you, did yeah, it? I, I, I went on beep, bang. Bang, OK, you went on the bang. That's <laughs> yeah, the beat of the bang, bang. No, other than the beep. I remember once I had it fixed and it looked lovely. And the, it just about half an hour after I got it back, I did exactly the same thing. Parked what do you think the sensor land, was for? Lamp post. <laughs> Anyway, the reason yes. we bring this up is mm. uh, they're, they're doing monster trucks at the London Stadium yes. soon. And they've said, would any of the production team, would any of our team love to go down to the mm. London Stadium and drive a monster truck? Now, it's easy. I, I quite like to churn up the pitch for West Ham. Well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. It's not what I was thinking. I mean, I'm sure they'll, they'll deal with something like that. But as the world's worst driver, mm. I mean, it, it could be carnage. I mean, you could take it off the stadium. <laughs> really, could you? You'd be a, just a disaster. Imagine where, smashing through, break? smashing through the main stand, taking out all the dugout. Where's the break? He's screaming. Oh, the humanity! I, I suffer from vertigo. You, you're very high up on those yeah. things. I, mean, I don't fancy that. You don't all. fancy it, Andy? It's a shame. See, no. I mean, it's, it's a tap in with Charlie Baker. He'd do it in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, but that's the sort of man he is. Yeah, he'd, you know, he'd probably 35 get thirty-five years younger than me. Prob- <laughs> but I don't think it's an age thing, Andy. I think it's a complete inability to drive a vehicle. Yeah, yeah. That's but anyway, it's, well, thank you very much for the offer. We're going to work on Andy and see if we can get him down. And uh, we'll fair. certainly have a chat with you before. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, Jim, the Spurs fan, says, 30 years ago on a family holiday at Centre Parks, my mum and dad were playing badminton doubles on the same team. My dad smashed the shuttlecock straight in my mum's eye. Oh, no. We spent most of the rest of the week in hospital in Nottingham. Oh, now, 30 golly. years later, it, it still affects her. Wow, oh, no. we. What about that? Yeah, well, we, I mean, I wasn't it? Keep it light, Jim. Um, <laughs> I was expecting a minor domestic. wasn't expecting someone to partially not, lose their sight in one eye. Not good. Um, and as we said, meeting the stars and making a burkey yourself, as Andy mm. did when he met his new neighbour. Went to a book signing a few years ago by the fine crime uh, author Ian Ranking for his latest novel uh, as a Christmas present for my mum. Told him how much she loved his books, and he looked at me straight in the eye and said, well, how about you? Absolute tumbleweed moment. Oh, no. I said nothing. He was probably having you on, <laughs> yeah. I would imagine. A man with a ready wit. Uh, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J uh, to tell us your stories. And we were asking Andy, does every song work with He's One of Our Own? Because mm. Lloyd yeah, Griffith right, told yeah. us they've just signed a goalkeeper from uh, Hull, who mm. is a Grimsby fan. But um, every, we're saying every name really Any works. Any name, every name, yeah. Although um, Darren from Wiltshire points out, what about Fred? Fred, he's one of our own. It's rubbish, isn't it? It doesn't, doesn't really, really work. work That's true, yeah. Yeah. You found it, Darren. Well done to you. Although, considering he's Brazilian, he probably wasn't one of your own anyway. Well, any one name person, really. Yeah. Neymar would be the same thing, wouldn't you it? Could, it's probably easy. You'd end up sounding like... two syllables. You'd end up sounding like Frankie Howard. You'd be going, <laughs> Neymar, he's one of your... Yeah. Said, Neymar, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's a different song, that is. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, we'll reconvene tomorrow, uh, myself and Charlie, but Andy will be here for the birthday spread. We do hope you can join us from one. We'll have a cricket to keep an eye on as well, of course, the third test. So, yes, join us from one if you can. If not, as always, the podcast will be available at four. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. 
Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com slash covered.